1: Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
2: Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there for help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose.
0: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is March 1st, 2021. My name is Phil Frost. I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore od On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll talk about the Orlando Magic's loss to the Utah Jazz. Not a whole lot to get to. Plus, the opportunity now present for Mo Bamba at long last. We'll get to all that coming up and a whole lot more. Uh, on today's episode of Locked On Magic, but before we do any of that, I do it in my drill. You can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. The search searching, grab and download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. What the lowdown on the Utah Jazz after Saturday's game? Check out Locked On Jazz. Going we'll to look ahead to Monday's game against the Dallas Mavericks. Check out Locked On Mavericks. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college too, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, that's promo code On at BuiltBar.com for 20% off your next order. It was always going to be a hard task to beat the Utah Jazz. Um, They are legitimately a very good team. And, you know, even after the game, you could kind of just sense from a lot of players on the Orlando Magic that they they felt like they did a lot of things really well in Saturday's loss. And the Jazz are just playing at another level. It would have taken the Jazz playing a poor game for the Magic to have a chance. And that's just kind of the reality of this Magic team right now against the elite teams in the league. It's not that they can't beat them, and again, I think the Magic were certainly game against Utah on Saturday, but it takes a really supreme effort. I mean, think back to the playoffs uh, in Game 1 against the Bucs. The Bucs, very good team. Struggling, but a good team at at that time. It took Gary Clark making four threes. It took Nikola Vucevic scoring 30-some-odd points. It took an incredible effort to make that game competitive and to eventually win it. Um, So again... It's not that it's not possible. It's not that it's not something the Magic can do um, or can't do. Um, But a lot of things have to fall into place. And again, the Magic on Saturday did a lot of really good things. They didn't turn the ball over, which is a huge emphasis following the last two losses to the Pistons and the Nets. They shot the ball decently well, 45%. There's some moments where maybe they didn't have the firepower to stick with it. Um, They made their share of threes with 14 three-pointers in the game. They did a lot of things really, really well, and it just didn't matter. Um, Orlando's defense was certainly not the best it's ever been. Um, it, it would have to be sharp, but Utah just picked it apart. Um, you know, Donovan Mitchell was able to weave his way inside the paint um, throughout much of the second half. The Jazz were able to get their three pointers. Just a little bit of slip, a little bit of of um, a little bit of momentary lapses. Was more than enough for the Utah Jazz to pull away in this one. Um, the Magic kept it close for a half, uh, and they never let the Jazz completely blow the game open. Um, there's certainly some moments where where the Magic fought back into it, but once Utah built that ten point lead midway through the third quarter, that was the game. That was it. The Jazz hit a couple threes. Mitchell got to the basket, first some baskets. Orlando couldn't answer, and that was the game. As we've said. For the last week now, the Magic simply are not winning games where Evan Forney and Terrence Ross don't hit from the outside. Um, the Magic just have too few offensive weapons. And even though Nikola Vucevic did everything in his power to keep the team in the game, he needs help. Uh, and the Magic right now just don't have any offensive weapons. Um, you know, I, I, and this is not something that I think gets fixed necessarily by adding Aaron Gordon to the mix. Or, you know, I. I this doesn't get fixed until Markel Fultz is back. Let's let's be real. Um, this Magic offense is just going to be inconsistent um, and mediocre at best, and the worst in the league at at worst. Um, they just don't have the weapons offensively. They need another creator somewhere. Um, Nikola Vucevic is not a creator. He's a you know high post player. You can run stuff off of him, but he isn't breaking anyone down off the dribble and. and and the Magic need that guy, and you know Dwayne Bacon can kind of do it, but he's not a distributor. It they're they're missing someone who can drive the offense and get it going. Um, far too often, we're still seeing the Magic offense just get stuck, um, and, and by that I mean just slow. Uh, again, and and again, I'm not talking about the number of possessions necessarily. I'm talking about just getting into the offense and running through their stuff. It's still a little bit delayed, and, and and the magic just don't have time to waste, and and just players are just still a little bit disorganized. I mean, again, I don't think it's anything crazy. I think it's just the fact that the magic are playing without you know a real point guard like Michael Carter. Or, or they're playing with guys that are more similar to point guards, but Michael Carter Williams isn't really a great point guard um, because you know he, he the shooting his shooting is just non-existent, um, and he's not much of a scorer or finisher. Um, you know, Jason Randall has been a stopgap, but it, he's not really doing much either, and and, and his passing isn't fantastic. It, this is a team that's still woefully shorthanded, uh, and, and it's going to be tough, again, to beat quality teams like the Utah Jazz. Of, you know, I'm not talking about the games that the Magic have to win against kind of those sub-500 teams if they want to stay in the playoff race, but... They're going to face a lot more teams like the Utah Jazz in the second half of the season than the teams that they have struggled with a little bit this year to this point. Um, the Magic have just one win against teams with records above 500, and that's the Golden State Warriors two weeks ago. So it's not that the Magic aren't capable, but the Warriors are a flawed team themselves, um, and so it's it's definitely it's definitely not a slam dunk, and it's just it's just not easy to do. Again, the question here is not about the Magic's fight. They play hard. They're they're getting after it. They're trying to win. This isn't this isn't about that. Um, and I think that's a really important distinction to make. Um, because you know, no matter you know, I know we I I get sucked into these conversations all the time. No matter if you're like me and and wants to see the team driving and pushing for wins, or you're just ready to give up on the season and want to just focus on the lottery, um, you want to see the team fight. Um, that is the important piece. That they're not giving up, that they're not breaking, play, breaking plays, they're not kind of giving up the ship. That they're still fighting, they're still striving, and if they're not good enough, they're not good enough. Um, that's what you want to see, because that's the important thing. Um, that the team understands, you know, the, the, the task that's ahead of them, uh, but they're still staying committed to it, because they know that, yes, this system does work. It's not like It's not like the system doesn't work. It does. They know it does. They've seen it work. They just don't have the talent right now to execute it. And of course, that's on Jeff Weltman to, to correct. Um, I don't see this team giving up uh, on anything at this point. And, and I think that's important and that's good. Um, we'll see what happens moving forward. But the execution level's got to be better. The shot making's got to be better. The results do matter. Uh, and right now, this Magic team just isn't playing at a high enough level to make good on that. Um, that's That's the bottom line. Um, the magic just are not doing are not they're not playing well enough to, to to execute at this high of a level and again defensively the magic gave up offensive rebounds um they they, they fouled a lot um you know they're just a step off against a, a really strong Utah jazz team. so maybe this is just the wrong opponent to make comparisons with and and to to make any sweeping conclusions about and and I think that is correct uh, and the magic just have to find a way to scratch and claw and get a win somewhere um to, to break this streak and and you'd hope that they would do it. Um, against Dallas on Monday. That's going to be tough. Um, you know, they're running out of time before the All-Star break, and obviously the second half of the season is going to be very, very difficult. The Orlando Magic fall to the Utah Jazz, 124-109 to at the Amway Center. We'll go through the final box score, highlight a few things coming up here in just a moment. But first, as my page loads, would it be great if there were a pocket-sized guy that helped you sleep focus, act, and be better. There is, and if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. It It is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really, and that's in italics here, can help you feel better overwhelmed headspace has a three minute sos meditation for you need some help falling asleep headspace has wind down sessions their members swear by and for parents headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress improve sleep boost focus and increase your overall sense of well-being headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits 600,000 five-star reviews and more than 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash locked on NBA. That's headspace.com slash locked on NBA. That is two N's in there for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash locked on NBA today. And if you're looking for a little stress, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football is over. Well, college football isn't. But NBA, college basketball, the NHL, and yeah, college, and and the NCAA tournament right around the corner are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember, use the promo code Locked On for that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We're covering everything you need to know about the Orlando Magic, but what about the rest of the sports world? Now the Locked On Podcast Ever has you covered there as well. Locked On Today is hosted by Pete Berkowski and it's all the sports news you need every morning in less than 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Let's run through the final box score from Saturday's game as the Orlando Magic fall to the Utah Jazz, 124-109. to 109. Nikola Vucevic, 34 points, 14 for 26, shooting 5 for 7 from beyond the arc, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. Um, obviously, had a really had a slow start um, as he figured out where he could pick his spots with Rudy Gobert. But man, once he saw the ball go through the basket again, he just he just did everything uh, for this team. Um, was even willing to post up Gobert and attack him in the in the block a little bit. Um, that's honestly the true sign of a star is, is being able to go up against the best defenders in the league and to still find a way to produce. Um, you know, he did a really good job pulling Gobert away from the basket. Gobert wanted nothing to do with him from beyond the arc. And honestly, the Magic probably could have gone to him a little bit more. But uh, again, it's going to become a broken record here as the season goes on. I don't know what more the Magic can expect. Uh, Expect from Nikola Vucevic. I don't know what more the team wants him or needs him to do. Um, he is he is doing everything for this team. Uh, he is the, really the only functioning, consistent offensive player. Um, and, you know, I, I had this thought during Thursday's game against Brooklyn. I, I still have this thought. Man, if he had a decent team around him, this version of Nikola Vucevic would be so much fun. Um, he is... Uh, the guy doesn't complain. Um, he's pushing to win. Uh, he's doing everything that you could ask of him, and man, it, it's just—it's just not enough um, to, to help the team win. Um, I, I don't know what more we could ask Nikola Vucevic to do. Maybe he could have been a little bit better defensively, but man, he is just carrying such a heavy load offensively that I—I just—I can't complain too much about anything from him. And, and frankly. I've gotten some people who are just ready to give up on him for some reason or are blaming him for this stuff. And it's just like, the Magic haven't had someone this lops... You know, Dwight, his last few years, was carrying this kind of a load where he had to do everything for the team to keep them competitive. And obviously, Dwight's a better player than Vucevic. Trace McGrady was in the same boat, to be honest, where literally he was carrying the entire team and it broke him down. Um, Again, both those players better than, than Vucevic is, but... I, I can't ask for much more from Nikola Vucevic. Magic are going to need a little bit more from Evan Fournier though. Sixteen points, seven for twenty shooting, one for seven from beyond the arc, seven rebounds, four assists, two steals. Did some good things again. I, I don't think Evan Fournier necessarily had a bad game. Um, I thought that he did good job driving and, and you know his defense on Donovan Mitchell left a lot to be desired. Um, you know he should probably be your primary defender on anyone. Um, it'll be interesting with uh, with James Ennis out. The Magic kind of put him on Mitchell and that had mixed results. Um, they'll need Ennis to to defend Luka Doncic for sure on Monday, um, but the bottom line is this: the Magic are going to struggle to win if Evan Fournier is not hitting from the outside. Again, the Magic are just have so few offensive weapons and so few offensive options. They need their top three guys to play well. What was the, what was the difference in that three-game win streak? Evan Fournier, Terrence Ross, Nikola Vucevic were all scoring 20 points a night. Um, that's that's what it's going to take to win. Um, and so the Magic will have nights where all three are going, and that's when they're that's when they're going to have to win games. Um, they they can't sit and wait. And again, we'll see what happens when Aaron Gordon gets back to That'll that'll be a huge boost to the team as well. Um, but Fournier, uh, Fournier's just got to be more efficient. That's 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 the that's the calling card of his game. Um, he's got to make shots when they're there. And, and and again, he had some good shots, he had some good plays, uh, but overall, again, just in this kind of game, the Magic need a little bit more. Terrence Ross, same deal. Ten points, four for sixteen shooting, over six from beyond the arc, four rebounds, three assists. Magic are not winning games when he's not making a three, and certainly when he's missing six three pointers. Again, Magic one. For, Magic have Evan Fournier and Terrence Ross, our two best three point shooters, go one for thirteen. It is going to be hard to win games like that. Um, this plain and simple. Again, you know, you hear this is old Stan Van Gundyism. Um, you know, he does. He would always say, you know, it's a make or miss league. I don't worry about making about making or missing shots. I can live with it if we make or miss shots. It's about the quality of the shots that we're getting and the execution to get those shots. The Magic are executing okay. They're missing a lot of shots. And right now, that they're just not good enough to find another way to play. Um, that's that's I mean, Steve Clifford says it all the time. We have to find our way to play. And that means also finding multiple ways to play, finding multiple ways to score, finding multiple ways to attack a defense. And the Magic just don't have that right now. They got one way, maybe two ways. Um, and, and when one is cut off, the other just isn't quite there, uh, and, and that's 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 really at the heart of why the Magic are struggling as much as they are, and why the Magic are are in the position that they're in. Dwayne Bacon scored 13 points in a spot in a spot start for James Ennis, who's dealing with the calf injury. Five for eight shooting, typical Dwayne Bacon stuff. Um, you know, again, just able to drive and, and drive. Not not a lot of kicking, not a lot of passing, but he can score and create a little bit off the dribble. The Magic do need that. Um, We'll get to Mo Bamba in a little bit more detail. 11 points, 4-for-6 shooting, 3-for-3 three three from beyond the arc, 4 rebounds. Um, good play from him. He'll be in the rotation. We'll talk about him coming up in a bit. Chasen Randall, I thought, had one of his better games in a Magic uniform. 8 points, 3-for-7 shooting, 2-for-5 from beyond the arc, 7 assists for the game. So good stuff there from Chasen Randall. Um, Alfred Camino had 7.6 rebounds, um, 4 offensive rebounds. I, I think there's a lot to like about Alfred Camino as he gets more comfortable. Chumo Kiki had 5 points on 2-for-3 shooting, made a 3-pointer. Um, you know, he's playing 20, both Aminu and Okiki playing 22 minutes now. So those minute restrictions seem to be bumping up. Um, you know, just about consistency and comfort for both. I think we're seeing that happen. Um, so I think good signs all around from them. The Orlando Magic shoot 45.8% from the floor, 14 for 34 from beyond the arc. That's 41.2%. They do just get eight free throws, only three turnovers in the game for the Orlando Magic. So they do a lot of really, really good things. But. The Utah Jazz are not the best team in the league for nothing. Donovan Mitchell with 31 points, 10 for 19 shooting, 5 for 8 from beyond the arc, added 6 assists. Joe Ingles, 17 points, 7 assists, made 3 three-pointers. Jordan Clarkson with 18 points off the bench. George Niang. With 13 points, Rudy Gobert with 12 points, 16 rebounds, uh, had two block shots as well. A lot of finishes around the basket as the Magic struggled with pick and rolls. The big killer for the Magic, and on top of the three-point shooting, they give up 17 for 45 shooting from me on the arc. 10 offensive rebounds, leading to 24 Utah points. That is That is the difference in the game right there. The Magic usually a very good offensive rebound team. But Utah able to pull them apart and get offensive rebounding lanes, and that is why um, the Jazz were able to pull away and win this one. They get to the line for 24 free throw attempts. Again, their second half, their offense was just clicking, and there's just very little the magic could do. Orlando has to play near perfect against a team like Utah to have a chance. They certainly did not do that. The Orlando Magic fall to the Utah Jazz, 124-109. to They're back in action Monday at the Amway Center for the penultimate game of the first half of the season as they take on the Dallas Mavericks. Well, have coverage of that game coming up on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Mo Bamba and the opportunity standing in front of him as he re-enters the rotation. But first, if you're re-entering the rotation of life, I, I, that, that, that's my... That's my awkward transition of the day. Um, and you need that little kick, that little energy boost. I would highly suggest you try and check out Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and it truly does. It comes in 18 amazing flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies, and cream, coconut, almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, and a whole lot more. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. They're great for the health-conscious person, the perfect snack for those on the go your may take weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low calorie, many of them under 150 calories. Low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for keto diets. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON20. That's LOCKEDON20. And you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON20
0: for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. No matter what moves you made last year,
2: Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs, how much do you really know about these potential NBA stars of tomorrow? If you want to know more, you need to subscribe to the Locked On NBA Draft podcast. Prospects, scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow Locked On NBA Draft. Magic fans certainly want to listen to that. But the Orlando Magic currently are focused on their season. As much as it seems to be getting away and the Magic are looking at a top draft pick, we're not even at the halfway point and the focus is still on the team at hand. Whether the Magic are are able to make the playoff push or not um, is going to be part and parcel to a lot of the decisions that they make. Uh, And for now, it seems, the Magic are making a key one for their future as much as for their present. After Thursday's game, Steve Clifford uh, during Thursday's game, the Magic played Mo Bamba as the backup center. And after the game, Steve Clifford dis, uh, said that for the at least the next few games, or at least this stretch of games, the Magic plan to play Mo Bamba as the backup center. The thinking behind this is that a Bamba just needs experience. Um, he needs, you know, he struggled to get his win back or struggled to get his conditioning or his game speed and game awareness back to the level that it was before uh, COVID cut his sh- season short last year. Uh, and and understanding the kind of impact that he can make, because even in this state, he's you know made some nice plays. Understanding that the impact that he can make, the Magic have to figure out what they have in him. And unfortunately, there's no practice time to get him back up to speed or to test him there. There's only the games. And of course, Bamba didn't have training camp because of uh, his lingering issues with COVID and the struggles that he had to get back. The Magic put his health first and foremost. It's it's no one's fault. It's no one's fault that Bamba's in the position that he's in and certainly Ken Birch playing well made it even more difficult to make the kind of change that a lot of fans have been calling for. But here it is. Here is that opportunity. The Magic are going to give Bamba the time to get back into the swing of things, and if Saturday's game is any indication, he certainly can do that. He certainly can be a big impactor for this team. Bomba, of course, scored 11 points, made all three of his three pointers, hit four shots, blocked a shot against the Utah Jazz as well. Um, it, it was a you know a strong performance. Bomba scoring coming in bunches, and honestly, it is no different than. The other kind of performances that Bamba's had, when he has been given uh, at least a continuous string of minutes, a chance to get his feet under him, you know, maybe make some mistakes early on, but to get himself improve, to get himself accustomed to the speed of the game and the flow of the game, he scored. And you know, I've been a little bit bullish on Bomba, um, and and I, I think Ken Birch had a was having a great season, um, you know. So I, I I don't want to take anything away from Ken Birch, but Even as the Magic were struggling, it was clear that Birch wasn't going to give them everything they needed. They needed a little bit more of a kick. And Bamba, is a bit of a gamble, has the potential to be an offensive impactor. I don't know why the Magic were able to kind of stay in this game. It's because in those minutes that Nikola Vucevic was not in, Bamba was at least an offensive threat as a spot-up option at the very least, um, as, as surprisingly a role option as Evan Fournier found him for a lob dunk as well. That's, again, kind of all to say that, yes, Bamba can do something that Birch cannot, and that was a reason to play him. Obviously, the Magic now making the decision to move forward with him nonetheless. Bamba, though, is going to need time. Um, You watch him play um, over the course of these last two games, especially... And it's clear his defensive timing isn't there. And Bamba fully admitted that, yes, his timing isn't there. Um, you know, he, he would say that his rebounding, especially, um, you know, that was something that that, that kind of went away. And while he is rebounding well, in fact, at a better rate than Vucevic is, um, at least on par with Vucevic, that it, you watch him play and it's still a bit of a struggle. It still looks, everything looks a bit rough. Um, To to say the least, the numbers are very much in Bamba's favor. Um, He's got strong per 36-minute numbers. He's got good on-off numbers. The Magic do play well when he's in the game, Um, and that's difficult to ignore. And Bamba has produced when he's given the time again. Uh, Per 36 minutes, he's averaging 19.1 points, 14.5 rebounds, and 3.1 blocks per 36 minutes. Really strong numbers, but again... Most of those minutes are coming in garbage time with the game well decided. He's not played a ton of time uh, in meaningful minutes. But the question is, can those become real? Is that really where Bamba's headed? The first step, of course, is just to get him on the court. Get him comfortable again. And that's still going to be a work in progress. But what's going to be most important now in this stretch for Bamba to earn more minutes, to earn a bigger role, is to get that comfort, which the Magic are going to give him the time to to do, but to slowly reduce or to progressively reduce mistakes. This is not to say that Bamba won't make mistakes. He's still a young player and a fairly inexperienced one. He's going to make mistakes. But it's about not making the same mistakes, not repeating the same mistakes. And it's about reducing those mistakes as they happen. And that's where Bamba is still at the beginning stages of of this thing. I still see him, you know, about maybe a step or a half step late. You know, still sometimes see him going for blocks too much, trying too hard to make a play. But we really want to see from Bamba what I think Coach Clifford really wants to see from Bamba is that he is really dug into the details. Not that he's not unwilling to make plays when they arise, but that he is into the details of the game plan. That again, that he's not necessarily going too far outside of his box or outside of his role, um, but that he is mastering the basics or or mastering the simple things that he has to do over the course of the game and not necessarily going for the glamour stats. Frankly, I don't care what his stats are. I care that the team is better with him on the floor and that he's clearly making that kind of a positive impact. I think it's very clear that he can do this. It's always been clear that he can do this. And Saturday's game was more proof that Bamba can be a positive impactor on the floor that he can play through these mistakes, that he can get better as the game goes on, and you would hope as the season goes on from here. That's really the key. That's what's going to make or break Mo Bamba this season. And right now, Mo Bamba is getting that opportunity. I don't want to be too blunt, but if he does not deliver on this opportunity, if he does not prove that he's at least a backup center... And I think he can be a whole lot more. I'm not, I'm not trying to limit him in any way. If he cannot prove that, that could be the end of his tenure with the Magic. That could be the end of that draft experiment. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalai, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprrmd. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can just follow us on Twitter there at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me today. Though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic. This has been Philip and wright We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.